how to put on the headphones and see how it sounds. Oh, that's great! Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest edition of the Odyssey Scoopcast, your source for the latest in Adventures in Odyssey news and reviews, still in podcast form. I'm your host, Garrett Vandenberg. Let's get started. So, I'm not exactly sure who is to blame <clears throat> Jacob <clears throat> for us actually being the latest in Odyssey reviews and stuff. No, I, I mean latest as in like, like late. Sorry about that. Anyways, despite the fact that we're a little bit behind the Odyssey radio schedule, I'm still very excited to bring to you the latest two reviews we did. But first off, congratulations on your new, uh, new president over there, America. Today I'm a little sad to be Canadian because it means I don't get to watch firsthand the circus you guys are having over there right now. But anyway, congratulations to the Trump supporters and the people who didn't like him. Sorry about that. Anyways, I wasn't just bringing up elections because I'm a jerk and you're probably tired of hearing about the election by now. I was bringing it up because one of the episodes we reviewed today actually has to do with the election. Well, sort of. You'll see. Also, we review one of my new favorite episodes ever, so stay tuned for that. Alright, guys, I hope you enjoy part two of our review of Album 61, Without a Hitch. Next episode we got here is uh, is Parker for President. A timely episode. Clearly not the first time we've done a uh, election episode in a school... It's been far too long since we had an episode where the kids run for class president. What was the last one? It, was it, it had takes, to be like... I think it was It Takes Integrity. Uh, yeah, I think it's kind of fresh, at least, to have new characters running in the race. What an original idea, having Kurt. new characters do the plot of an old episode. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! It's wacky! I mean, I get what you're saying, because like, these characters yeah. definitely have different personalities. And mm-hmm. did I mean maybe every election is exactly the same and we just think it's new every time but like there was a bit of nods to this current that apply at least to this current election I I noticed that yeah uh the one issue I have with this episode I knew how it was going to turn out because every election well except for it takes integrity every election bit that a sh- TV show audio drama video does where there's this huge race and both teams are butting heads it always ends the same the third guy that no one thought Uh would win yeah wins it's like in arthur i think arthur ran against muffy and then in the end binky won (laughs) i guess maybe that's the influence of kathy buchanan uh having a third party candidate win yeah (laughs) like hey there's other options we could if we all got together and rode in gary johnson I would have liked it to go in a different direction for Matthew to be the big one and just respond the way that he should have. I'm getting kind of tired of episodes where like the good person isn't even one of the main people doing yeah. something. There's no protagonist. Yeah. 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 So uh, obviously this episode really reminded me of of It Takes Integrity because it was literally just a rip off of that episode. But this new character, Maury, is, is, um, he's, he's pretty interesting. He actually, I mean, ever since they started bringing in, like, all kinds of new characters, some of them have just totally, like, flopped for me. Like, I think I've talked about it before that I think Jay is just the most useless human being in the entire show. You shut your no, 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 mouth. Sorry, no, sorry, not, not Jay, Barrett. I'm sorry. Bay okay, is, Jay I was is like, amazing. you Jay just is my said you love him so much. <laughs> no, 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 much. Barrett. Barrett is, the, is, is just awful. 
Okay. He has literally, he has no personality whatsoever. He's just, hey guys, I play trombone. Yeah, and his, I... his, car- his personality yeah, is it. trombone. <laughs> or, or it used to be verminoids. So those are his two character traits, verminoids and, and trombones. But uh, mm-hmm. now this guy, he's, he seems like he's got a backstory that we don't know enough about yet. What's so we his actually name? have... I'm Maury. Maury. Hi. Hey. Hello. So, are you new here? Yeah. Welcome to Odyssey. Maury. Played um, by so the uh, youngest kid on the middle. Yeah. Not only that, but actually, as soon as it came on, I was like, hey, I think I've heard that voice before. It is because mm-hmm. my girlfriend made me uh, watch this show called The Lion Guard, which is the sequel to The Lion King. It's a TV show. Oh. Yeah. And uh, there's a little mm. bird on there named Ono. And I was like, hey, that's... Not... And I looked it up, and it's the same guy. Follow him, Ono! You got a Kion! Oh, no. What's he gonna do? <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, I am pretty excited about this character of Mori, because he actually seems like... For, for one thing, he has a bit of a personality. He's kind of mysterious. He's smart. He's got a past, so he actually has a story that we're interested in, in maybe hearing about. Absolutely. And he's, he's got a funny voice, and that's a big thing for an audio show. you got to have a distinctive voice. And he's so got that think, voice, and he's 20 years old, the actor, so it's not changing anytime soon. Exactly. It's perfect. So he can stick around for a while, and I have no problem with that. He seems mm-hmm. like a, he's going to be a cool character. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, overall, it was... It was an all right episode. Didn't didn't pull me in too, too deeply. It was like Ryan said, pretty predictable plot. I'm going to give it five out of ten hanging Chad ballots. Okay, and I think I'll give it I'll give it. I did enjoy it, but at the same time, I predicted it. So I'll give it six campaign slogans. I give it six out of ten ballots. So our next episode here is Old Tricks, written by my absolute favorite writer, Nathan Hubler. Cool, Daddy. Nice. Now, uh, this episode is not about what you might think that an episode called Old Tricks would be about. You're thinking it's going to be about a dog that's trying to learn some No, I thought it'd be about a retired Uh magician. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Biggest problem I've had with most of the episodes in, in the past few years that I didn't like was that what we already talked about, people just writing stories and then slapping on Odyssey characters that don't really actually necessarily mm. fit the story. They're just like, oh, well, we need to have characters to act out this story. When I enjoy an episode of a TV show or any sort of ongoing content, it's usually because I care about this character and the character is going through some sort of situation where a actual one of their character traits is challenged and they have to work through some situation. Yeah. I mean, like every episode of, of I Love Lucy is, is about her. She gets into trouble because she always goes behind Ricky's back and then ends up, you know, it ends up backfiring on her. Even though it's super predictable, it's still enjoyable to watch because it's like, okay, Lucy's at it again. We know what she's going to do. Yeah. But yeah, just having random stories and then with characters slapped on that doesn't really have anything to do with their character trait. It, it doesn't make for an engaging continuous show it's i found that continues to be a problem in odyssey whenever people don't understand characters but this doesn't happen with nathan because he actually gets the show i was about to say wait what are you saying this episode is the opposite (laughs) of what you're saying i mean this was my favorite episode on the album favorite episode in a while i mean we've got eugene here and he's in this new situation where he's trying to kind of be a dad figure and i felt like that was a really cool inner conflict there and also buck like he genuinely has a, a story that we're like yeah he's got a pass sorry he's trying to I, deal with. i'm interrupting because i'm thinking about how much i like this episode <laughs> as well the conversation has been make eugene a dad make of him and katrina have babies nobody and wants to hear that how, yeah nobody wants to listen to that episode <laughs> the thing about it is that 
the character of Eugene, how does he become a dad? Like, right. well, <laughs> I think this episode is a great way to show, like, the struggles it takes. Because basically the way they've done this is they've, instead of Eugene and Katrina having a baby, they've adopted a kid who needed help. Which I think is, for one, a really great example that's good yeah. to have, like, a character that everybody looks up to do something that's selfless like that. But, like, to have this character who really wasn't planning to become a dad, like, he already has a hard time relating with people, but having exactly. to relate with this kid who doesn't have the same interests, and how do you balance that? Which is a that? classic struggle for dads anyways. So right. it, not only does it fit a dad-type character, it fits Eugene's character. So they really mesh well together, that kind of conflict. You know, every time I hear a Nathan episode, you can really hear the influence of Marshall Younger, because Marshall always did that, where he would implement real life situations that maybe you weren't thinking about it being a Bible lesson and right. just have those things play out. And See, Odyssey just needs to start focusing on the family. That's again. what I think should happen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I really liked it. I liked that yeah. they had Buck who is a well, yeah, um, he's, he's clearly got this this cognitive dissonance between he wants to prove himself to Eugene and Katrina that he's worth their love, but also he wants to prove that he's a decent human being mm-hmm. that doesn't commit crimes right. all the time. His character reminds me a bit of Jason, which was always my favorite character, oh, yeah. because Jason would do things that weren't necessarily good, thinking he was doing the right thing, about the greater good and game. then having to learn maybe that's not the best way because these yeah. sorts of unpredictable things come into yeah. play. And so... Yeah, I really like this episode, is what I have to say. <laughs> yeah, this episode, it's set up great, because it has an actual genuine conflict. So when we finally get to, like, the last scene, and there's this interaction between Eugene and Buck, that feels like the most real drama I've heard on Odyssey possibly ever. I mean, that was a really raw scene. Buck, what you did was wrong. I'm getting that impression. Lying, stealing, deception, that's your old life. And it has no place in this family. But I... But I I can also see that you are trying to do this to help me. And while you will be disciplined for your actions, I'm grateful that you cared enough to try to help me. Albeit in a very wrong way that you will never do again. Do you understand? Yeah. That almost gives me, like, flashbacks of when I had really stern conversations with my dad when I was young. And like, oh, man, like, you can really feel Buck and you can really feel Eugene in that scene. And I love it. You can almost reach out and touch them. Slip your hand in your earphones and... (laughs) (laughs) All right. So so what did you think, Ryan? I thought it was good. I liked the relationship between Eugene, Katrina, and Buck. Not always. Sometimes it seems kind of, I don't know, just kind of normal and written, to be honest. (laughs) But Once again, this Ryan's a little bit different. perspective of reality yeah, gets shaken by really. realizing it's a scripted You've show. You've ruined it, Kevin. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, Ryan. Go ahead. No, no, you're not sorry. I'm sorry. Anyway, I liked the episode mainly because it's been a while since Buck had a challenge that he gave into and it wasn't like, oh, he's giving into it so he can catch this bad guy and he's really helping the police. It was like a moment of weakness, which I think every character needs sometimes. In fact, I think it'd be better if they spent more time working through Buck's weaknesses rather than saying, oh, everyone in the Parker family makes the same mistake, and then they're all happy when Mr. Parker comes home. Great. Right. So I was glad to see the way that Eugene and Katrina handled it, showing Buck that continuous love, but also almost a tough love where they will punish him if... 
they need to to keep him to, to keep that kid in line. <laughs> no, the spanking scene was really uncomfortable. I gotta say. <laughs> well, I, I really like that they showed a character who did something wrong out of love, right. and then kind of discussed the ramifications of that because yeah. clearly he really loves Eugene and wanted to help him, and so he did something wrong, and so they had to like work through that to figure out yeah. why that's right or why that's wrong and why that's not the right way to go about doing the right thing. This, this is an example of an issue that's not just one dimensional. We yeah. actually have more things than one to consider. So yeah, great episode. So I, I'm going to give this episode nine, uh, nine spankings out of 10. <laughs> oh, and just to be clear, anybody who hasn't listened to the episode, there wasn't a spanking <laughs> scene. <laughs> I, I think it was a great episode, a great picture of like how not to yeah. do the wrong thing for the right reasons. I like how it was a nice picture of Grace parenting, I imagine. I'm not a parent, but parenting is constant. Like, when do we show Grace and when are we stern? And just, you're always learning as well. And I like that. Uh, So I'm going to give this eight dimensions out of (laughs) ten. I would like to mention, though, that um, that spanking scene can be found in the extended version of Album 61, yeah. which you can only get by subscribing to the Odyssey <laughs> It's going to cost you to hear that spanking scene. How many? Yeah, I give it, I'm going to go with you, Kevin, and give it eight somethings out of ten. Probably something to do with the episode. I can't think of anything. Something. So, yeah, yeah, that. Well, that's, that's the highest an episode has got ratings on this show so far, so... Good job, Nathan Hubler. You're a boss. He really is, <laughs> I guess. He really is somebody's boss, <laughs> I imagine. Well, thank you so much for listening to this edition of the show. I hope you enjoy these review-type episodes because we're probably going to keep doing them because I enjoy them. And honestly, like, that's the only person that matters, right? You got to be true to yourself, right? You, you got to love what you're making as a content creator. Anyway, thanks again for listening. If you think I'm being horribly pretentious, check out our website and leave me a comment telling me I'm an idiot at odysseyscoop.com. Also, if you just want to check out the podcast page, learn more about me or Kevin or Josh or any of the other guys who have been involved with the show, you can go to odysseyscoopcast.com. We also have a really fun forum if you want to go check out odysseyscoop.com and then click up on the top right there's a little button it's got like a little forum sign on it you'll find it it's a fun place anyway until next time I'm Garrett Vandenberg and remember never be without the Odyssey Scoop It's a very, good, it's a very good show. It's a very, it's a very good show. Per- personally, I'm, I'm, I'm very good friends with Odyssey Scoop. It's a, it's a very good show. And remember, never be without the Odyssey Scoop. 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 Ah, ah. And remember. Never be without the Odyssey Scoop. And remember, never be without the Odyssey Scoop.